Hi, Karen here with the very final cast interview of Y2K. And this one has no less than five voice actors, so it's a bit of a chaotic conversation sometimes, but I hope you will find it as fun as I did. This one spoils the Rachel Jess storyline pretty much all the way through seasons one and two, and also episodes 6 and 11 specifically. There are also some very mild character spoilers for episodes 8 and episode 12 of the second season. Also, I wanted to say that some of the things that we are talking about in this interview have since actually happened. So, for example, the episode that we are hinting at of TLD, or The Lucky Die, where I actually get to play some D&D, is actually out this week. It's the first episode of a two-episode mini-adventure, and David Alt isn't in this first one, but who knows, he may just turn up in the second one. And there are definite shenanigans. Also, I had completely forgotten, but I talk about in this episode, I talk about Cheka. And Cheka is happening. The prologue will release on April 8. I am very excited about it. And just to show you how excited I am, if you listen all the way through to the end of this interview... There's going to be a clip from the prologue that has not been previously released. Please follow Chakapod on all the social medias. And as usual, keep following Y2KPod and keep subscribing because by the end of next month and every month this year, there will be a previously Patreon-exclusive bonus episode for you to enjoy. Okay, enough babbling here at the top of the episode. I hope you enjoy this cast interview, which was recorded in June of 2021. Welcome to this cast interview for Y2K. My name is Karen Heimdall. I am the creator, writer, and producer of the show, and I am sitting here in a virtual space with five of our actors for season two. And I'm going to ask each of them to introduce themselves and give us their name, where they are in the world, their character, their pronouns, and also uh, which episodes the character is in. And I'm going to start with Sam. Oh, gosh. Oh my god, that's recorded. <laughs> okay, hello. I'm Sam Yao. I am currently in Subang Jaya, which is really, which, which is quite close to Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. We're actually in total lockdown right now, so we're not allowed to leave the house except for you know, essential stuff. I voice Tia in episode two and episode six. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, and David. Hello everyone, I'm David Alt, he, him. I am based in North Yorkshire in the somewhat disunited kingdom and I am reliably informed that uh, I play Ray in episode 8 and the delivery guy in episode 11. Brilliant. Uh, Felicity. Um, hi, I'm Felicity. I play Rachel, uh, she, her for both of us and I am in episode 6 and 11 of season 2. Brilliant. And where are you in the world? Oh, I'm in New Zealand. We're in the middle of winter here, so <laughs> cold and dark. Yes. So move, moving from winter to summer, uh, hello, Aethor. Hi. Uh, my name is Aethor, he, him. Uh, I played Tiger in episode one, uh, and I'm currently based in Iceland. Currently. I've always been based in Iceland. I've always been based in Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot change this fact. Please don't change this for my life again. <laughs> You don't want to go back to the disunited Britain? No, not after that description. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on to him. 
Hi, I'm Hem. I'm she or any. Um, I am also living in Iceland. Um, I was living in Britain. I now live here. I play Becca in episode 12. Brilliant. Uh, and you are both in the same room in Iceland, so we have a lovely view of you uh, sitting in a hotel room of some sorts, I believe. <laughs> We're actually in a nice little wooden cabin that our friend owns. Uh-huh. Oh, beautiful. He's actually sleeping That's in the really other room, nice. and his name is actually Dagur, where the character <laughs> name comes from. <laughs> when he gave me a list of characters and one of them was Tiger, I was like, that's funny. That's funny. I'm picking that. <laughs> that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I had a list of, uh, I, I gave Aether a list of Icelandic names uh, for men born in the 50s, I think, that was trending. And you were like, Dagger. That works. <laughs> I know a Dagger. That's a name. But then why wouldn't you okay. tell Dagger? <laughs> because it's funnier if he discovers on, himself, on his oh, own. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the long card on this one. Yes, exactly. So I'm I'm going to start with your characters actually, and we, let's start with Dagur from episode yeah. episode one. Yeah. Who who is he, Aethor? And uh, are you anything alike, or uh, do you, would you like to have a like coffee date with him, or no? I I think I would enjoy him in uh in certain ways and not in other ways. Uh, I've uh, so me and Dagur share a couple of common personality traits. Um. I am can get quite hyper in certain situations. I can be quite docile in others. And I have always debated in my head if I would enjoy my own company. And it's the same with Dawid. I am not 100% sure if I would enjoy his company. <laughs> just, just based on the idea that I'm not sure if I enjoyed myself. Uh, I do see a, b- a bit of myself in him. He, he, he's a bit of a energetic one. But he's lovely and welcoming, Very. so I'm sure that even if I'm not enjoying his company, he would enjoy mine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, probably. I mean, I think I described him to you as um, a combination of um, Captain Jack from Doctor Who and uh, and uh, what is her, what is her name in The Lucky Die? God, look at Lord. De- she's my favorite character. Demi? Demi from The Lucky Die. I love her so much. So yes, a combination of those two. Uh, and I think that, yes, very fast talking and energetic, uh, but also maybe slightly annoying. I don't know. <laughs> I think you share a comment. <laughs> Quiet, you. This is my interview. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's both of yours interview. No squabbling over there in the room. Give me the mic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, while you've... Fiddle with the mic. I'm going to move over to Sam and Tia. <laughs> How is Tia anything like you, or are you very different? Mm, so Tia plays a, a a lady who is interested in other women. So I think in that mm-hmm. regard, um, I'm not the same. <laughs> but mm-hmm. apart from that, I think she she's quite studious, which is a lot of how Chinese people are or Asian people. Mm. But of course, there are lazy, lazy bunch of ass here as well. Um, but I think <laughs> I'm the same with her in that regard. And uh, I probably get really tense up as well if um, if I'm in the middle of writing something and then, you know, when you have guests coming over. But I don't think I will ever be snappy if there are guests over because that's mm. just... Um, that's just not polite as a yeah. as an Asian, yeah. But I think you're much more polite than she is, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> in front of other people, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, and moving on to Felicity, uh, you know your character much better, I think, than the rest of the group here because you've known her all through uh, season one as well. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if we've talked about this how you are like her or not um Um, i see a lot of similarities i mean i i do a lot of writing for my job which is kind of similar to you know the librarian role um but i (laughs) i think it's more that positive outlook on life that you know that bubbliness Mm. that even on in the hard times she sort of tries to be happy and positive and look for the good Mm. which is I try to emulate as much as I can and um yeah she's she's definitely been fun to play (laughs) so that's been good yeah and I threw her into for this season I threw her into two quite emotional episodes I'm not sure I've forgiven you for that yet Karen (laughs) (laughs) 
And as we record this, episode six uh, will be released this month. So you haven't heard it yet, uh, which both uh, Sam and Felicity are in. But it's uh, it's a very sort of emotional time uh, for Rachel as uh, she and Jess are preparing to get married. And uh, Jess, who I voice, is I basically just based this on myself wedding planning uh, 11 <laughs> years ago because I was a monster. <laughs> I was a complete monster. It was uh, I had all these Excel sheets and I didn't listen to anyone and I just planned it and it ran very well. But also I'm I, I'm surprised that that uh, there was no getaway car and that I'm still married. You know, because it was I was horrible. Um, so Jess is in this episode just completely oblivious and just is planning and not listening and and Rachel is very sort of disoriented and missing her family and she's getting married in Sweden because um, in 2003 it just got legal in Sweden to, for um, same-sex partners to marry so that's why and they have a friend in Sweden. Rachel is completely sort of lost in yeah. space in this episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then of course I threw at you uh, that you we're, we're doing the separation episode, which is episode 11. Yep, I did uh, not see that coming at all. Jess and Rachel <laughs> were happily ever after. Uh, I mean, even though, you know, in season one, Olivia talks about her parents having having some issues, that wasn't meant to end like that. You know, you always think it's still going to be that happily ever after. You know, Rachel mm. and Jess are going to pull through. I think it's yeah. probably a bit more realistic. You're still upset with me, aren't you? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I can live with that. Now, I think what <laughs> I wanted to portray uh, through over both seasons for their relationship is, you know, they, they have 20 happy years together. True. They have a really like good relationship and marriage for, for 20 years. And when they separate, they're not angry with each other. And I mean, that's not much of a spoiler because that is said in season one. Mm -hmm. They separate and they're still friends and they still love each other, but not in that way anymore. And it's uh, it's an episode. It's an episode. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Doing the, the sort of rehearsal for that was really valuable, I thought, because I, I don't know if, I mean, people know we're all sort of s spread across the globe. So mm -hmm. we can't record the lines together. So um, when you organize, yeah. you know, the meetups where we can actually practice stuff together to get a feel for all the emotions, that was valuable. But it was so hard. I think you and I spent a lot of time crying <laughs> in we that did. one. We <laughs> did. We really did. So, yeah. It was It was because I had um, episode 11 and episode 12. The table reads were uh, just the day what one was – the evening for me and the other one was uh the morning time oh. the day after and i spent both of them crying for different reasons oh. episode 12 because it was the final episode and i was mm -hmm. just like bah, saying goodbye <laughs> to this thing and episode 11 because my character spends the entire episode crying yeah. um so yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah moving on to that? david who's uh actually also in episode 11 although you uh you are the sort of happy-go-lucky, just breezing by delivery person. Has nothing to do with any of the trauma. <laughs> Absolutely, yep, yep. Straight tell, in, straight tell, out, especially yep. in terms of my memory as well, because I'd yep. completely forgotten. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I actually love that because uh, he sort of rings the doorbell at a very emotional place and starts babbling about sunshine and stuff, and Jess is like. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs> so it's very brief. Yeah. It's very brief. Yeah. Um, but you also, I think, um, in terms of character work, you uh, we did force you to do some character work for Ray. You, you did. It was, it was a lot of fun with the, with, those, <laughs> with the table read. And, and uh, Sarah was there saying, um, uh, okay, so how do we see the character? So, so you know, develop the character up of Ray. Um, and uh, this is where I have one question for you. Uh -huh. Which accent did you pick? Which I recording won't tell you. did you pick? It will pick? be a surprise for you. <laughs> <laughs> because I recorded it. Was it about three different versions yep. of Ray with with Very a different, different accent ones. for each? And and so I have no idea <laughs> what, what, what like. is going to be on the final thing. So I... <laughs> which accents did you go for? Yes, uh, you can you can talk about that. <laughs> 
so there was, there was uh, again, an Irish one. There was a, a Northern English one. And I think I just did a sort of normal, or did David I do was it sort of David yeah. slash estuary slash, you know, something like that. So, yeah. so my hopes for a Jamaican accent <laughs> <was> just dashed. <laughs> just dashed, David. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's either Ias, Innskeep, or <laughs> this, or this. Is that right? Okay, right. Okay. Uh, so, and then, and then Sarah said, okay, well, let's, let's do some recording. Uh, have you warmed up yet? Uh, what? Have you warmed up <laughs> Sorry, I what? don't do that, you said. I don't. I, I don't warm. Warm up? What? <laughs> I, I, I'm just. I'm, I'm sitting here and ready just to launch straight into it as normal. And, and oh, the look Sarah gave me of, of you know you're here with two drama teachers, don't you? It's like, okay. <laughs> yes, we probably need to explain this because David couldn't make the uh, episode eight table read, That's and normally one, yes, I would yes. have let you just kind of slip because it, it's it is a minor role, uh, but Sarah had all these wonderful. There, there, there ideas. are no minor roles, only minor <laughs> actors. Oh no, you ma- minor actors. Yes, right. Oh. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> only minor minds. No, but Sarah had all these wonderful ideas uh, for Ray, mm. and I was like, I, I I can't let David miss out on this. This is amazing. So it was actually you and me and Sarah uh, mm-hmm. in a call. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were sort of forcing our drama teacherness on you <laughs> together. Oh, that sounds awful. It's a lot of fun. I like doing things in different ways. That's, oh, it's um, cool. Yeah. Uh, no, but Sarah was very clear that um, this is Sarah Golding, by the way, who directed two of our episodes. Oh, we have a cat in, on screen. I so- Sorry, I did actually close the door that he's managed to push through. Uh, it's lovely. Uh, no, but Sarah uh, said, I, we, I need to challenge David here. I need to challenge him. He needs to do more accents. So she made you do all sorts of accents. And, uh, you will see what mm-hmm. comes up. Yes. All right. Thank you. Uh, but Ray is a uh, presenter at a comedy club yeah. uh, where uh, Claire from season one uh, performs. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, he's very friendly. He's very supportive, and he's wanting to to bring up the new talent. And uh, I think he's hmm. uh, he's a, a wonderful guy, or at least I think I played him as a wonderful guy. Um, you certainly did all I, of the I, versions. I, all of the oh, that's all right. No, that's good because uh, we we did try <laughs> we did try with him being slightly more sort of abrasive. But I thought no, it, it's it'd be yeah. nice to have someone supportive, warm and friendly. Mm-hmm. So, which is nothing like me. <laughs> okay what are you what are you like <laughs> uh, i'm completely i i will rip people apart i'm cold as ice and uh i i instantly make enemies sure you are david sure you uh-huh. are i don't yeah. know have you seen his responses to people doing <laughs> his mouth right. problems so you you're saying that you identify with dachin that's <laughs> oh, oh completely if, yes. if you could if you could take all of all of the warmth of ice out and just ah. cross that with dachin that that's me Right. It, it's it's how I'm so easily able to slip into character for Dachin. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, <laughs> fine. Lovely. Uh, you know, I've met you, David, and I don't believe you, but that's okay. <laughs> curses, curses. Right. I have to do better. I'm sorry. Okay, so we're talking about characters from Dark Dice and Lucky Die here, just in case anyone is wondering. Um, right. I was going to move into uh, some of your questions. And- what, what about him? Him hasn't done her character. Oh, damn. I'm so sorry, him. She's <laughs> oh. <laughs> crying. I'm fine. My goo. Well, why don't we do it like this then, him? That you start and we talk about Becca because we really do need to talk about Becca. Yes, we need to And then to we're going to move Becca. into your question after that. Okay, cool. Does that work? Yeah, that sounds fine. Cool. We can make that work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, uh, and thank you, David. That's okay. I stand up for my fellow fellow Brits. Thank you, David. Thank yes. you. <laughs> oh, you were supposed to be cold. Okay, so who is Becca Ham? Would you uh, would you uh, hang out with her? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Becca is a very loud, very forward, very fast talking human being. Um, Mm -hmm. and she's just wild. (laughs) Yep. She's just absolutely wild. Um, so I don't, I I think it would be one of those, yeah, I know this person. (laughs) Oh boy, do I know this person. And then that, that would be the extent (laughs) of which I'd want to hang out with Becca. She is very, very loud. Um, this is, this is not someone that I would think of as a friend. They'd be 
they'd come over occasionally. If I wanted a good time, they'd be at a party. <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, Becca is definitely um, very fast talking. And also, sh- she gets sort of word salad in her head. Yeah. And so- gets the words out in the wrong order. Yeah. Uh, so, so talking about like... Very- uh, uh, similarities between people and character that kind of is one thing that is me when i do get excited i do speak very quickly but my mouth doesn't keep up with my brain at least that's what i want to <laughs> say but i think it's more like my mouth just goes and that's it there is no brain input and that is very much how becca is um just all the time <laughs> so becca works as a i think she's a dj right and she's studying something i can't pronounce there was a bunch of words archaeology and places i'm like i have no chance at pronouncing this what is this help me (laughs) Uh, but i did actually like record pronunciations for them so i think you got them all i did yes in the actual script but uh, she's an archaeology student um which isn't as hard to say as paleontology which is what uh oh um, oh, i don't know according uh, to reddit i can't say archaeological either so okay fair enough (laughs) Uh, a little bit of a white vault reference there i believe (laughs) yeah (laughs) well what what do they know hey what is what does reddit know apparently how to pronounce archaeological Um, yeah, no, Becca was super fun to play. You you let me go. I was asked, how much of this do you want? And you were like, all of it. I'm like, all right, yeah, let's have yeah. at it. I'll record the, the most ridiculous shit you've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> and it was perfect. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because I wrote, I, I, I knew I needed a character in there to sort of bring, uh, bring news into um, Tammy and Olivia's lives at the end of their university year. But I didn't know who she was. And I wrote her, I wrote a first draft of the script and I was just like, Becca is so boring. Becca has nothing. She is nothing. She's no character. She just goes, I have this thing I want to talk about, blah, blah, blah. And she was just the most boring character. And so I sent it to my script editor and I was just like, we have to do something about Becca. I don't know. I have this amazing actor for her. I don't know what to do with her. She's the dullest character ever. <laughs> and and Lena, my, my script ed- editor, was like, what? We need to find a thing. What is Becca's thing? You know, what is she like? And we went, with her help, I sort of went into this track of, oh, right, yes. She's just really loud, uh, talks really fast, and all of her words are just in the in the wrong order. Uh, and I, I got this thing that Olivia doesn't understand Becca at all. <laughs> so so they meet and and becca's a new person in olivia's life and and olivia's just like okay so i like this person but i don't understand anything she says yeah and so they have these scenes where tammy who kind of knows becca is almost translating yes (laughs) becca's words (laughs) uh yeah because especially when becca gets excited it's just completely Becca, becca just turns up like a whirlwind of like, yep. here's everything you know about these two characters, Tammy and Olivia, and it's all chill and happy and they're really nice. And suddenly, oh my God, there's something going on. Get me this extra thing. I don't know. What's, it's going to be somewhere in your in box, right? I mean, it's got to be there somewhere. I mean, there is a thing going on and we absolutely have to go there right now. Wow, I'm giving you that face. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and in a way, uh, for the for your two characters, Hem and Aether, sort of bookending the season, I think there are definite similarities in my mind between these two characters because they're both very fast talkers, but they approach it in uh, very different ways. Uh, Becca is more of a sort of, she gets so excited she can't get the words out and she just yells random stuff. Whereas Dagger is just like, I'm going to take care of the world and be the friendliest person ever. Uh, and And if it looks like you might be open to that, I'm gonna hit on you too. (laughs) <laughs> that kind of dog uh, yeah <laughs> so but they have this very similar vibe of of energy uh which i just kind of uh i i figured you guys would be perfect for that and you were thank you thank you <laughs> although uh so um when Athel did the table read with you guys i was obviously mm-hmm. like hearing only Athel side of it and he had one sentence in there which made me laugh so hard, and I'm sorry I, I got picked up on there, which is that uh, if there's room in the heart, there's room in the butt. 
Okay. So the sentence. Okay. So the sentence is, if there is room in the heart, there is room for the butt. Right. And, and you actually, and you actually did get it right, Athor. Uh, which uh, thankfully, that's not what I heard. I, I remember. No, during the table read, I definitely was doing the in the butt thing. Yes, <laughs> I, I think you I've were. just been on the internet for too long, and I can't talk normally anymore, and everything's lewd uh. in my brain. <laughs> because uh, that, and that was actually, uh, that was actually in the audition sides for that character. And so many of the auditionees also got it wrong. And I was just hearing that going, okay. Um, but, but so there is, that is actually a Swedish saying, believe it or not. Uh, if there is room in the heart, there is room for the butt. Okay, all right. Uh, although in English, it just sounds ludicrous, which is what I thought was funny. And I thought it funny that this Icelandic person living in Sweden in the 70s would have picked this wacky saying up and just yell, be yelling it at a Danish person randomly in a cafe. I just thought that was really funny. <laughs> so, so it's a very yes. fun uh, visual, uh, like uh, not a visual gag, an audio gag, but like the idea <laughs> is that it's very entertaining. I, I thought it was very good. Okay, good. I'm glad, uh, and I'm glad you picked up on that. Um, listening, uh, I just thought it was sneakily. really funny. Just completely like I'm just getting on with my day. I'm trying to be super quiet, and I'm like, I'm sorry. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of beautiful line of dialogue is this? And how come I don't have it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and at that point, um, Hem, I hadn't cast you yet. Uh, it was just all in my mind, and you were like, "Hey, I'm jealous," and I'm like, "Huh? Yeah." Maybe I can get him in here too. That'd be good. I was, I was like, I will, I will take one line. I would have taken that delivery person line. <laughs> like I would have taken one line. I absolutely adore this. Yeah, bring it on, David. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'd win. David just put his fist up. Uh, no, no, no. The delivery person is David's, uh, whether he remembers it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I would have remembered uh, my delivery role. <laughs> Yes. No, I mean, talking about that, because I actually, because um, Felicity, of course, auditioned for season one uh, ages ago, uh, and I cast you, and Sam, you auditioned for season two. However, Aethor, I kind of bullied into auditioning for <laughs> season two. Yep. Uh, and that is the fault of um, uh, Cassie Rolinicki, who wrote on my Facebook casting call, hey, Aethor, you'd be good for this. And I didn't hear anything from Aethor, and I was like, Icelandic Aethor, this would be great. And so I contacted you. But uh, David and Hem, I just kind of uh, contacted you and said, hey, I have a thing. You want to do a thing? I was like, I, yes. I think I actually... I, I think I actually got in contact with you and said, Why, wh what is this audio drama that I'm not on that, I'm, that <laughs> I've listened oh, to? Right. I want to be on it. We had a whole... Oh, you're... I'd forgotten all about that, David. We had a mm -hmm. whole conversation on Twitter where you were, you were like, oh, oh, give me something. Do you have yeah, something? Yeah, give me something. I, I need something. <laughs> and I, I, I want like, to be on this. I was like, but white I, men. I don't have that many roles for white men. <laughs> 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 but but I was like, but I'll I'll squeeze you in somewhere, uh, and I did. If there's room in the heart, there's room in the butt. Yep, that's <laughs> exactly room. <laughs> four, 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 four. Four. Sorry. Yeah, if, yeah. if there's room no, for the heart, there's wrote, room in the butt. Yeah. Yes, I actually wrote Ray uh, specifically for you. Um, <laughs> Thank yes, you. and I wrote uh, Becca for him as well. Okay, moving on to Hem's question. <laughs> I had a question. Oh, blimey. No, it kind of was, how come Aether got funnier lines than I did? <laughs> First of all, I dispute that. <laughs> uh, and, and second of all, uh, you both got brain spaz. Mm. Yes. Get brain spaz. Yes, because I was like, why? what? No. And then you were like, no, 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 you need this because Aether has it. And I think it's funny to book in with this. I'm like, all right, I'll keep it then. That's the one thing I won't ad lib around. <laughs> yes, uh, no, because I have, because um, I'm I'm a nerd. I have words connecting all the episodes, and some of them are easier to figure out than others. And then I wanted to bridge episode twelve with episode one um, as well. So brain spaz is the one that bridges uh, from episode twelve to episode one, and 
Ah. Yeah, I'll probably do social media posts about them and everyone will be like, what? What are you talking about? You're the only person who is this nerdy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do have a question for you, Karen. How mm-hmm. much re-watching of Buffy did you need to do to put some of those references in? <laughs> well, I mean, the easy answer is nothing because I've watched every season all the way through maybe... 15 times oh, okay God. all right good good okay. so good, it's good. in sort of it's in my dna at this point <laughs> uh, but also i was re-watching uh, as i was writing season one of y2k also if you two start talking about angel or whatever that character's name is i'm leaving <laughs> <laughs> karen was writing y2k purely an excuse to rewatch buffy hmm uh, it should have been, but it wasn't. <laughs> oh, honey, I can't. I can't cook. I'm watching Buffy. I mean, writing this audio. Researching. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I never cook in my house because um, I'm married to a trained chef. Oh, so I don't have to cook mm. uh, or shop groceries or uh, clean the kitchen or do dishes <laughs> because I don't. I only walk in there to eat. Oh. Yeah. Karen, <laughs> I know. Oh, oh, girl, the you have it made. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> so, so no, I, I have plenty of time for writing audio drama because I do know cooking and for rewatching Buffy as well. Yep, there we go. <laughs> no further questions on that one. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Aethor, did you have a question? <laughs> uh, it's it, it's a it's a silly one, but like. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, well, you kind of answered the first one, which was genuinely like, why did you contact me? <laughs> How dare you? It's all Cassie's uh, fault. Yeah, no, Cassie is my... Uh, is, is my um, Cassie like, is our manager. Cassie tells us who to audition for. <laughs> they're our audio muse. Like, they're yes. just out there screaming at people. Mm-hmm. Um, why yep. an Icelandic hippie in the 70s is like... In Sweden. Where, in Sweden. Like, where does that idea come from? Because, like, I'm reading the character. I'm like, I know nothing pop culture-y where you're referencing from or pulling from. This is very much like, 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 it, it's it's um, salad. It's just like, oh, he is, throws a dart at a dartboard. Icelandic. And he is, uh, like, yes. throws cards on the t- uh, floor. Table. A hippie. It, it, it's complete word salad. Like... Yes, yes, yes. Um, it's okay. So uh, I I knew that I needed the episode to be in the seventies because uh, episode one deals with Kirsten, who is um, Katarina's mother, and I wanted her to find out that she was pregnant at this point, which sort of time wise just places us in nineteen seventy six. And I wanted it to be because um, in the season one, Kirsten lives in uh, Trollhättan, which is just uh, north of Gothenburg, which is where I live. So I was like, of course, she went to the University of Technology here in Gothenburg because she is an engineer. Okay, so in the 70s, the immigrant situation uh, was very different than it is now. But uh, Nordic folks um, immigrated quite uh, a lot. So uh, Icelandic people were quite sort of commonplace as foreigners if you know what i mean so foreigners weren't that common but they were commonplace as foreigners and then also sort of the rest of northern ish europe was fairly common um because i had to i placed it in sweden and i had a main character who uh, is danish and danes and swedes understand each other so i had to give her friends that spoke english (laughs) <laughs> so I couldn't ha- give her friend a f- so I gave her a friend who was um, a British um, British born uh, with um, Indian roots and then I gave her another friend who is uh, who is Icelandic so, so that was my thinking there because uh, I, I, I Iceland Icelandic and Swedish is not similar enough that we can understand each other we can maybe figure out some words uh, if we're lucky it's the um, old rule like if persons are drunk enough they will communicate enough in body language enough of the words are similar that you can't get yourself communicated but without alcohol both of them are like mm-hmm, yes yes, yes. I don't understand i'm you. pretty sure if you and i get really drunk at some point and we both try to speak danish we would vaguely understand each other mm-hmm. yeah yeah 
Uh, <laughs> and I think this probably needs to be recorded and put on YouTube somewhere. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. Agreed. Yep. Uh, yes. So so that's where I was coming from. I needed foreigners. Yeah, makes sense. So I kind of created this uh, foreign sort of collective because the collective the communal living was very hot in the 70s in Sweden. And it was very much sort of left politics oriented people with uh, free love and free everything and living in rundown buildings that were going to be torn down in a few years. It was very much that. And so I thought, well, of course, there's an Icelandic hippie there. <laughs> I mean, of course he's there. I, 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 I can picture him very clearly. So, Yeah. <laughs> Aether <laughs> is nodding a little I, bit dubiously. I, for some reason, I've started drawing a picture in my head. It's it's long hair with kind of like a knitted cap, completely clean shaven. Uh, that's a character in my head. I think you're completely correct. Apart from the clean shaven, he probably has a big beard. Okay. And he also has a sort of velour jumpsuit with flare Oh, legs. Karen, there are <laughs> limits. And clogs. <laughs> and the jumpsuit has sort of patterns, like the, like those uh, sort of medallion patterns, like old 70s wallpapers. Oh. What, what was it to, to stop the conversation? Because we have been feeling yeah. that it's not <laughs> human decency, Carol. Please. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Sam, uh, did you have a question? Yes, I do have a question. Probably not as fun as um, the other <laughs> cast members. Um, I know some of the, the characters, like for, for the ones with um, David and Hem, you've mm. written them with mm. the voice actors in mind. But yep. what about when it... Um, so like my role and maybe Su Ling's role, um, mm. who played my who played Anissa, which is my elder sister. Mm-hmm. How, how do you make decisions based on that? Because... If if you really know you wanted some sort of um, Southeast Asian accent, so mm. that would be a criteria. Then what comes after that? Would it be like um, recording quality or and and it's just in general when you have mm. auditions coming the in. I'm always very curious how casting directors yeah make their choice work and make choices. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's a whole science, isn't it? But so for Tia, the character of Tia is mentioned throughout season one. And I never uh, cast her because she never pops in because I was like, okay, she's a doctor. She has a very, she works shifts. She's not there that much, but they keep talking about her. Um, She's Maya's partner. She makes, uh, she cooks and makes things, but it's never actually clear where she's from. So I just had this idea for Maya's episode. I was like, I want us to finally meet Tia and I want us to figure out how did they meet uh, and I was like, okay, so who is Tia? And I had to think, and I was like, I want, I want uh, Maya to be traveling somewhere in Southeast Asia. Uh, and I actually, before I cast you and Su Ling, I didn't, I hadn't decided on Malaysia because I had it open and I was going to fix the script after I cast you. So I was like, I want Maya to be traveling uh, to do her dissertation uh, and to just randomly meet the person who's going to be the love of her life. Or Yes, at that point, Maya is a she Later, she becomes, they become a them. Getting the pronouns right for your characters is sometimes hard, especially if they <laughs> switch sort of uh, mid-season. For season two, in 1995, uh, Maya is a she. So uh, Maya meets the love of her life in Malaysia. And of course, that is a little bit of a, oh, what's going on here? How, how, do, we, how do we do this? <laughs> and so I wanted, I wanted Tia to, to be not, I don't know, sometimes characters just come to you you know as you're writing and I was writing and I thought Tia was gonna I was I knew she was gonna she was a doctor and I knew she was Southeast Asian and I knew that she had a sister and I started writing that scene with her and all of a sudden she wasn't behaving like I thought she was going to she wasn't gonna like everyone else in Y2K like be super friendly and just be everything's (laughs) great she was just like no I'm busy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what is this annoying guest that you brought home she's early and I'm busy and I have things to do and I'm stressed and so I wanted there to be a sort of start there and from there I think Tia's character grew uh, and I wanted her to be uh, I wanted to also with her depict a little bit of that someone where the social and romantic side of life is maybe sort of just passed her by 
because she's in her mid-20s when they meet and she's sort of like she's just been so into her studies and getting everything done and she's very ambitious like you said earlier and uh, and we find out in episode two that Maya is definitely Tia's first sort of oh maybe I'm interested in someone maybe I could be interested in you hey so it's very much of a first love that turns into you know a lifelong relationship but that's the character and then um, Anissa as Tia's sister uh, I wanted uh, I wanted there to be a sort of familial connect connection and then that character grew out of there uh, I think in their relationship and then casting wise I mean I love casting casting is one of the funnest things for me uh, I know there are people who who don't think that but um, <laughs> but I really really love casting and I love sort of getting a feel for people and the basic things I always look for uh, for audio casting, of course, is um, sound quality. Uh, that can sometimes be fixed and sometimes not. And sometimes you have to check. Um, but if the, the audio is good, then that is a big sort of first hurdle. Uh, the second thing is maybe not obvious, uh, but if voice actors for an audition don't follow the instructions in the audition, I'm going to go, oh, you you don't really want this. You don't really care about this. I'm probably mm. not going to cast you, you know, mm. and you're probably not going to follow instructions when I need your lines and, you know, all of that <laughs> stuff. So it's one of those very sort of simple things. Uh, and then we get into the exciting bits, which is, you know, listening to the actual voice and the acting. And I think for me, it's very obvious for the first few words, if someone is uh, able to act and most people are, uh, you know, but it, sometimes you get that very sort of stilted thing of someone who hasn't learned to relax into a role. Uh, and they can probably learn. But, you know, I, I usually need someone who uh, already knows this bit, uh, you know. And then after that, uh, it's sort of audio, follow instruction, can they act? And most people, most people can do all those three things. And then it's just the wonderful thing of listening through, listening to voices together, can they portray the emotions that I need? Uh, are they the right sort of vocal fit for the character? Are they too uh, similar to someone else in this episode or scene? Because that can get you uncast very soon or like not picked, which has nothing to do with your ability. Um, <laughs> and also, am I sort of, for, for, uh, for Tia and Anissa, I needed two sisters who were obviously from the same, could portray the same accent and we're sort of from the same place. So uh, I had sort of various sets of sisters <laughs> from the auditions that I was like, okay, so I, I'm pairing these two up or these two up and these two up. Okay, listening through. Uh, and then I just went with my gut for the best fit for that character. Uh, so that's my process. Uh, how do you cast him? Because you cast too. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, 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 like for the 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 folks that um so when when i do voices in tld i don't necessarily have a voice actor in mind i have had four i think three characters i'm like i want this person to voice this david was one because i love your voice and i've always wanted you and stuff oh, peter you. was another but i get too nervous to ask him <laughs> <laughs> I have the biggest crush on his voice and I got technically Travis to ask him for me. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and I also have Kareem, who is the voice of Ruwamra and has been the voice of that dragon since the day I wrote that character, even though he yeah. never came up. This was like two or three months even before we'd started recording anything. So yeah. I have people's voices in mind when I do this, those things. Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, okay, I need someone else to voice this and I will just go find them because I am a very nervous person and the idea of going hey <laughs> open casting call <laughs> drives me it, it terrifies the hell out of me um but we we did do <laughs> one script where we did that and we had so many auditions and i was like i don't know how to do this <laughs> and i made some very unwise choices <laughs> with regards to not wheedling out a little bit more of audio quality and that was a struggle for us but again, yeah, it was pretty much the same. It was just trying to make sure that people could A, act, B, follow at least some of the instructions, if not all of them. <laughs> and then, like, finally, whether they sound different enough from each other. Um, yeah. And I, for, like, I know that if you do real world stuff, like, you know, Y2K is set in the real world, it's set in our mm. world. 
Um, so accents have to be right, but in yeah. TOD, because it's a fantasy world, it doesn't matter if your American accent sucks. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not in America. It's Kino. So, um, yeah. So at least we were like, hey, if you can do a voice and it sounds believable as a voice, even if the accent isn't quite right, um, that's totally fine. So for us, it was now will be audio quality <laughs> and yes. then also you know what we kept from before is like can they act at all which most people did thankfully um mm. and then do the voices sound different enough from each other because we can't all sound like you know yeah. we can't all sound like david <laughs> so <laughs> every character can't be that or every character can't be I, my I voice very much so, hope yeah, not. put me out of a job <laughs> Uh, Although, I mean, I would love to hear a whole sort of David voices everyone. Oh, uh, I think he did that, right? The white <laughs> alt. I feel like that exists. It's called something like the, uh, the, the white, white alt. Or yeah, the, the white, white alt. alt. Yeah, yeah, and I think he does a yes. interesting impression of our voices. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we were so much fun. <laughs> you did a beautiful version of us. very funny. <laughs> I just wanted to jump yeah, on so one on... thing that Karim mentioned. It was the... Yeah. Um, I, I find it kind of interesting. When I was getting into voice acting, you, um, I watched the video where somebody was interviewing a voice acting caster, and you mm. hit almost all the same notes as he did in the interview, ah, except there was okay. one thing he mentioned, which was if you if you spiel too much at the beginning, if you're like, hey, my name is so-and-so and I'm from this and that, I'm from this country and do these things, it was just delete. Like, he didn't have time for that bullshit. I have 50 fucking takes to listen to. Get to the goddamn takes. Uh, I mean, that is a really good point. I very rarely had anyone do that at the top. I mean, sometimes, and I love that, it, people will go after the audition, will do a little sort of babble, uh, and I think that is just really charming. But not at the top, no. <laughs> no yeah. um, just, that. you know, slate if you want. You know, just say, hi, this is Karen. I'm doing the voice for so-and-so. Yeah. That is, is lovely. But don't, don't don't do any more no but i don't i don't think people do you know maybe they, maybe they all listen to that same video that you <laughs> yeah everyone is following that <laughs> I, I do i do have a fun it really useful when um folks pronounce their name yeah because i mm. suck at pronunciation i literally missed the class that taught us how to pronounce things in english and now i'm trying to learn it in a foreign language i am always appreciative when people say their full name because if you're doing the credits Holy crap, is that helpful? Yeah. Yes, I would agree with that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's really interesting to know that um, I think it's because it's a it's a sister pairing. That's why you have like mm. different sisters yeah. there. But um, because I always think sometimes casting directors would be like, oh, you know what, that voice sounds like it would match this character, and then they would yeah. just go with it rather than so many technical stuff. And mm. uh, for for those of you who don't know, so Suli and I we don't know each other before Y2K. We met on Y2K, <laughs> and we found we found out that we actually live like ten minutes drive away from each other. And she's actually oh, yeah, she's great. actually a very well established voice actor mm. in Malaysia. She has twelve years of experience. I'm only coming up to two. Yeah, so it was really good to meet her. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, like the other day, because I was um trying to cut off like an, an excerpt of um of me talking mm. to put on the website and there was this part where Suli and I we were conversing and it was just so natural I just cut that off and I sent it to her it's like do you hear how natural we sound <laughs> it's like because we, we're not recording together as well by the yeah. way um I know I think I've only been in a table re- read with the Fel- Felicity Fel- yep Felicity. yep <laughs> I was nice. gonna say facility, but that's not right. Uh, I get that a lot, <laughs> yeah. all the time. Uh, yeah, but for the others, I didn't. Care. But this is not um, the accent that Tia uses. No. In um, yeah, I think if I if I start talking like my native accent, I don't know if you guys will understand me a hundred percent, or maybe you can. <laughs> maybe I'm just thinking too much. <laughs> No, but that was something that um, because both of both you and Suling had to sort of put on the Malaysian yeah. accent, and you and you were very uh, lovely and sort of worked together to match them as well, so you would sound like sisters. Uh, and you introduced some uh, Manglish, uh, which is Malaysian yeah. English, which is amazing. Malaysian English, yes, yeah, which is just, <laughs> just broken English with patched up with different languages. 
it's it's amazing. I'm so happy that that you brought that to the show. So yeah, that's not an Englishman telling people how to speak, telling women how to speak English. Then oh no no, <laughs> it's not that. It's not mansplaining. <laughs> We have no place for that here. Get out. <laughs> yes, exactly. Sorry. No place for that. Man- Manglish actually stands for mangled English. So mm. yeah, I mean, mm. we add in Bahasa um, Melayu, which is our national language. We add in Chinese, Mandarin, or Cantonese, or sometimes some other different dialects like Hakka, Hokkien, and mm. it becomes one sentence, which is different parts. Yeah, and I actually, uh, Sam, this I I might cut this out because I don't know if this is going to be uh, releasable when this is released, but we can tell everyone here anyway. Uh, Sam is going to voice uh, a character in my upcoming. Uh, sci-fi drama Chica where uh, you will voice uh, a psych eval AI and um, are going to be using uh, some Mandarin in there as well so yes. very excited about that cool. that's awesome Karen that was my question oh no well let's move on to your question <laughs> <laughs> that's a good tr- good transition to yeah to lovely <laughs> uh, yeah I, I just I wanted to know I mean we got to have two seasons with with these yeah. awesome characters and it feels like we did get some some nice closure with them but what's next <laughs> what are you doing what am i doing um well and i might cut this out too uh depending what uh, hem says <laughs> uh, i am kind of writing some audio drama for tld yes <laughs> awesome well, i really suck at script writing and karen is really good at script writing <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you can read my notes at all is unbelievably surprising so yeah so i'm having a great deal of fun writing a backstory for one of the tld characters and or the npcs i should say yes, yes. Uh, so that we will see if we leave that in or not but that's one of the things that i am doing and also uh after i'm done with uh that episode uh, at least i am going to start properly writing Cheka. Which will release sometime next year in 2022. I'm not, I am not putting down a date or uh, even a month. Uh, I'm putting down a year. I am not doing what I did with Y2K, which is this episode is connected to this week. So it needs to go out on Friday of this week, every week for a year. I'm not doing that um <laughs> ever again <laughs> but for for Cheka it's going to be eight episodes I have an outline for three seasons and I have about an episode and a half written so far and I'm still in pre-production so I've cast uh, my parts for season one there are four characters uh four uh, amazing voice actors and Sam is one of them and you may recognize some of the others as well uh possibly <laughs> please tell me that you've got room in there for a cheeky Irish messenger bot that breezes <laughs> or, in or and messenger then girl I can I can take I can take that part too <laughs> oh, no. twins we'll uh, take twins <laughs> okay yeah yeah we'll, we'll do that we'll do that Irish messenger twins okay I let's shoehorn that into my great. narrative <laughs> Uh, maybe an Irish Scottish messenger of twins. Um, anyway, uh, uh, I'll think about that. <laughs> no, but the first season is going to be very contained. It's just four characters, four voices, and eight episodes. It's going to open up a little bit in season two, but that is another year's uh, problem for casting and writing. Uh, but I haven't even communicated with the actors yet uh, a production schedule, so I'm just writing, and then I'm going to gather you all together once I'm done writing and figure out when you have time to record basically but yeah uh it's it's going to be uh, uh it's I'm really excited about it <laughs> and then and then after that <laughs> I have like uh, well I have a list in my computer of like documents of ideas for audio dramas which is like I think six of them and I have two that I've started writing so things will happen eventually but you know, no promises of when. <laughs> just remember that Irish Scottish twin delivery pair. Just just remember yeah. that in your future. Yeah. A space. I will the center them somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I mean, one of the things that uh, I can say about Cheka is that for Cheka, I'm doing um, accented AIs. That was, I have various things that I wanted to, that sort of was cornerstones for that. But I have this whole lore of this uh, engineer inventing, what, having the goal of doing AIs, making AIs, creating AIs, with all of the accents for all of the languages in that year when she created. And of course, you know, she didn't manage all of them because, you know, lots. <laughs> But I'm opening that up, so I'm going to use lots of accented, uh, accented voice actors for AIs using bits of their own languages as well. Uh, in that sort of world. Well, if you're looking for a Kiwi <laughs> accent, I can nail it. Good, good. I've got good. that one down. Got it. <laughs> and then there's that Scottish-Irish <laughs> thing. Anyway. <laughs> Messenger bot twins. <laughs> I believe we're at David's question, maybe? Yeah, well, I, my, mine is an incredibly important question uh, around which episode eight absolutely hinges. <laughs> okay. Which accent did you choose out of the three things that I sent in? Which one did you choose? He can't let it go. He can't let it go. Uh, I won't tell you. Uh. <laughs> no, so, so the other question I had was, um, so you've, you've, you've shown that you, you do an awful lot of research, not only into Buffy, but into the time periods that you're, you're setting everything in. Um, you've got your links between episodes, the links between the dates they're released on, mm -hmm. etc. What are some of the Easter eggs that you've put into Y2K that you haven't told us about? Oh, um, let's see. Uh, so I don't think I've put Easter egg, any sort of Easter eggs apart from the words. But there is, uh, there is one thing that... Uh, I think no one has discovered from season one, uh, which is that there is, uh, they use this, I invented this voicemail service called Free Online Voicemail. So uh, F-O-V. <laughs> and, and I actually, uh, before I released season one, I actually created a website for it with some oh, recordings okay. on it. Uh, and I don't think anyone has found it ever. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Brilliant. I'm sorry, what? So there's an Easter egg uh, much later. <laughs> oh. That is fantastic. Thank you. With, uh, yeah, and I did, because I haven't revisited it, so it's not updated or anything, but uh, it has some, some bits of season one on it, and it has some character profiles for the characters in season one that are on that service. So, yeah, Google that. And see if you find That's it. Awesome. And I'm not sure, you know, if you can. <laughs> yes, Hammer's immediately reaching for the phone. <laughs> It's too far away. Uh, but yeah, I was thinking, I have nothing. And I was like, oh, I have this whole thing that no one has ever discovered. <laughs> so, yep. Uh, it's all out in the open from now. So that's that's great. <laughs> and now everyone will go, but why didn't you actually drop any hints about this? And I'm like, well, fun. Eh. That's, that's the joy of it, though. That's yeah. You can see if anyone does actually find it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. And actually, that was the that idea came from uh, my very first Pod UK. I was talking to um, Alexander Newell of uh, uh, the Magnus Archives about the idea that I had. And he was very lovely and supportive and enthusiastic, though he didn't definitely didn't have to be. Um, and he said, oh, you should do a website for this. And I was like, yeah, that's a really good idea. I'm going to do that. And I did it. And then I was way too busy actually promoting the actual episodes to <laughs> drop any hints that I'd done that. <laughs> so, yep. There we go. Uh, Right. I think we are nearing uh, the one hour interview mark. So we are going to wrap up very soon. Thank you so much for all those wonderful questions. Is there anything that you wanted to say that you haven't said, any of you? If there are any audio drama creators out there that need a pair of Irish Scottish <laughs> messenger twins. You know how to hit us up. There'll be links in the description. <laughs> Yep. Absolutely. There will be. We come as a pair. Uh, yes. <laughs> Although I won't fight Aethor. <laughs> you stay on your side of the pond, I stay on mine. 
(laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is brilliant. Uh, Okay. Yep. Fair. Well, I'm going to hand that over back to you, uh, David, and say, uh, plug your stuff. uh, tell, Tell people where they can find you. Well, they can find me at davidalt.co.uk or on Twitter at davidalt. That works perfectly. And that's A-U-L-T as in Fault and Renault. Tell us about the podcast. Uh, Yeah, so you can find me, uh, Shadows at the Door, which hopefully by the time this releases, the picture of Dorian Gray will be Mm. uh, out and uh, we'll be looking at season three coming up. Uh, No Sleep continues uh, as the amazing juggernaut that it is. Uh, I'm hoping that Hem is going to send me some more scripts for TLD. Uh-huh. I have, I have, yes, Karen is involved in that. Yes, uh, I have lines for you. There were shenanigans. Good. I do not approve. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, uh, good, 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 good. Oh, good. so many shenanigans. I'm so Ray. excited to hear you in the shenanigans. <laughs> yes. And, and there's a couple of other... Um, things that i have had to sign ndas for so i can't Ooh. discuss them here but uh, coming soon dot 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 <laughs> perfect <laughs> i'm gonna hand over to sam um okay so i have a twitter voice actor sam or you can just find me on my website sam yao that rhymes with meow y-e-o-w m-e-o-w yeah <laughs> and uh so I, I have a youtube channel instagram channel so everything will be on my website just, i guess it's just easier yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. And Felicity. Um, Instagram. I am at flick dot boyd. Um, and it's mostly just you know random cat pics and what what the latest sort of disaster cooking event I've had. <laughs> so, if you're interested in laughing at my failures, that's where to find them. You just them. need to marry a trained chef. That's yeah. Probably the way to do it. I would. <laughs> the one I've got is, you know, too busy oh. studying to oh. to do any of that sort of thing. One day. Karen's living I the dream. Am. One day. You can only stuck, aspire to live as Karen does. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to hand over to Ham. Um, you can find me on Twitter at volley underscore Londa, or you can find me on The Lucky Die, which is a podcast or dark dice which is also a podcast or the white vault which is also a podcast and other places <laughs> i ran also podcasts <laughs> <laughs> okay Aethor. nailed it you can find me on twitter at abyssin a-b-y-z-z-i-n-n and i'd re- much rather think you should look at at tld pod uh, on Twitter. Oh shit! Yeah, That's much better. That works. Um, <laughs> if you want to listen to the TLD podcast, which has been referenced a surprising amount in this uh, interview, you can find it at theluckydiepodcast.com. It is a great show. It is a very fun show, and I'm proud to be part of it. Um, if you want to find Absolutely. me in something more voice acty, less improvised, I am on Counterbalance, which will be returning from hiatus soon. Yay! And, um, other than that, just enjoy life. You don't have to follow me anywhere. Just enjoy life. <laughs> Uh, well i think the reason uh tld has been mentioned is first of all because i bring it up uh, all the time because i'm just such a huge super fan we are and also uh, each other and we we we, we were first chatting we just fangled each other a lot yes yes I'm like, oh, I've voice okay. And then when you cast Aetho and not me, I'm so upset. And I am now also a cast member uh, of uh, TLD for two Hasn't come out yet. Hasn't come out yet. That won't be coming out till November, dude. Oh, oh, oh. uh, Yes, but I am a voiceover actor in TLD, which has come out. Uh, And I am also a cast member, a player uh, in something that David will probably be uh, delighted to voice. Yes. Some shenanigans. Yes. They've only just found the result of that out. So, yeah. Super mad at me. Um, and, and I mean, also, of course, uh, uh, David and Aether and Hem and also lately me, uh, are also part of the White Vault. So maybe that's why we've been referencing that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, which part yeah. of the White Vault? It's not Iluka, isn't it? Cause I uh, voice in Iluka. No, Iluka. cause I was just going to say, yes, you voice in Iluka yeah. and you're also, uh, a part of the cast of Vast Horizon. Yes. 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 Which yeah. I think which I'm, we probably which I'm in. guessed it in of, as well. All of <laughs> us. Yes. Yeah, I think. I wasn't. Yeah, because you're the captain. I have like three lines, I think, and I think they're 
I, oh, I am the captain. I yes. read a news thing. I'm a translator. And yeah, I get shot in the face. I did oh, a nice. news thing as well in Master Race in <laughs> season one. Anywho, okay, uh, and my uh, I can be found on Twitter at Karen Haim. That's K A R I N H E I M for all my voice acting stuff. I'm pretty quiet because I'm a little bit burnt out from all the audio drama creating I'm doing. <laughs> or at Y2K Pod, of course, and I'm behind all of the Y2K socials. So just message, message, messenger me. Uh, anywhere to talk Irish to or me. Scottish, it's it's absolutely fine. Yeah, we'll get uh, a message to yes. you. Message me in yeah, yeah. Scottish, and I will uh, <laughs> respond possibly <laughs> somehow, somewhere. Uh, and also, you can find most of all the information we've been ranting about uh, at y2kpod.com. And uh, <laughs> we usually finish off this show with uh, oceans of hugs. So if you're up for that, <laughs> maybe. Uh, Oceans of hugs, everyone. Oceans of hugs. Yeah. Yeah. Oceans, yeah. Of hugs. oceans of hugs. <laughs> Lovely. Thank oceans you. and oceans. Oceans of hugs. <laughs> <laughs>